Hey, beautiful human. Thanks for clicking on our conversation with Sophia Carson. I'm so excited to catch up with her. She has a live experience that she's going to fill you in on. Also, she's a brand new record out. Guess I'm a liar. That could be leading into an album. We got to ask her. Okay. Uh, I think she's here. Let's do this. Ooh. Hi, Zach Sang. Hi, Hello. Don. Hi. How are you? Good to see you guys. Hello, Sophia Carson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, just uh, trying to thrive. Can you believe if, like, the last time I saw you was, like, felt like a year ago, but it was a few months and it was beginning of quarantine? It feels like the longest day ever. Constantly. And it is weird to think that, like, that was just a few short months ago. I mean, right. Was that May? Yes, it was May 22nd. You, I got to say thank you. You were incredibly kind, and you took part in a prom that we put together with St. Jude, and you gave your talents and your time and your energy, and for that, I am really forever grateful and um, truly, truly thankful. And yeah, on behalf of St. Jude too, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, Zach, anything. And and honestly, such a beautiful cause. So of course. You made a lot of people happy and which is, let's dive in here because you have new music. You have maintained this ability to keep churning stuff out. Plus you had a movie drop on Netflix in June. I did. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, that happened too. I mean, a lot of stuff, but also at the same time, like, it's hard. Is it hard to balance both realities, right, which is movies on one hand and music releases, and then on the other hand, it's like, uh, I don't know, the other side of reality, you know what I mean? Global pandemic, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a great question, and I'm sure that, that is a difficult thing to do, but at the same time, it's such a blessing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's such a blessing to be able to continue to work and do what I love and be a part of an industry. I don't even, I don't have to say much because you know exactly what I'm saying that in this moment now more than ever, what we do means so much to people, whether it is music or film. Um, So I, consider myself to be very lucky that in this moment in the world I get to I'm lucky enough to continue to do um what I love and you know really just commit to releasing stories music and film that are meaningful and that can mean something to someone in some corner of the world now more than ever before but you're right it is a really weird contrast right to to kind of wrap your head around well because the truth is like you are doing your job and your job does bring escape and light to dark situations a thousand percent like obviously you know i i shot a movie so that was the first time that i broke quarantine and ever since then i've i've been lucky enough to not have not have to work from home i you know i can record music also the industry has kind of figured out a way to work safely so you know rapid test i get tested probably seven times a week because every day that i'm at work i get tested but it allows us to work yeah um, which is such a privilege such a privilege so yeah by the way like that is a luxury that hopefully eventually gets passed down to Thousand percent. It's a luxury. Yeah. Yeah. 
what, so did you, you didn't shoot feel the beat during quarantine did you no no i shot feel the beat 2019 you know, back, back in the golden days a year ago <laughs> in canada which i want to move to <laughs> i shot it in toronto um this time last year we were wrapping the film what i shot during quarantine was um a michael bay film which was actually the first movie yes. i i know i still can't believe it i say it out loud and it's like i'm talking about someone else it's the first movie to shoot during a global pandemic in history and we, they kind of set the standard for how film and tv are going to happen you know in this new normal and it was michael bay myself demi moore bradley whitford kj appa wow. and more and more and more really incredible cast and it took us a month and a half to shoot and we wrapped it like this. It was surreal. So, I mean, is there pressure on set to get it right? Is there pressure in your life yeah. to literally go from work to home and not have any contact with anybody? Well, that, that aspect was easy. Most of all, because I, <laughs> I mean, first of all, we're quarantined. So that reality was kind of, we were used to it. And also being able to just escape and have that movie and be able to leave yeah. the house was like such a privilege. So, and also since we were on such a time crunch because of the quarantine and because, you know, new SAG regulations and such, we had to get it done fast. Um, that, yeah, our workload during the day was much more intense. So the movie was shot almost as if it was live theater and that there weren't that many takes and a lot of scenes were kind of shot back to back as if it was live, which kind of added to the intensity and, and how raw and real Please. the film will end up being. Yeah. And you have and, to be on your game too. I mean, yeah, you don't want to be that guy on set who's holding up. They will hate yeah. you. Exactly. Exactly. So it was definitely experience of a lifetime. Wow. Plus the crew was really limited, right? So it wasn't like there wasn't lighting setups. There yeah. wasn't multiple cameras. There was our camera operator was our director of photography, Jacques, who was incredible. One camera handheld and the director, and then me and KJ, which we had most of our scenes together. So it was like live theater almost. It was so cool. So cool. But yeah, so heightened and like so emotional because it's a, uh, the movie is based in a pandemic. So it was so real what we were living as people and as actors, it was like literally our same reality. I, and obviously everything needs to be memorized to a T because you're not doing <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And, no, and, and like the stuff that you, I mean, Disney Channel stuff, sometimes they would be writing on set and feeding you lines. Yeah. You, you're used to doing something. You could do a, a scene. What's the most shots of one scene that you've done or take someone? Oh, well, I, I remember, I remember vividly when my sister first came to visit me on the set of the first Descendants, which is the first movie that I did. You know, that was obviously a, a, a like an, a, a, a beautiful huge production but also like most movies like what a michael bay movie would have been during a not pandemic time for one scene you could take hours shooting it because of the multiple angles and the multiple lighting setup so you could repeat this one scene for hours at a time i mean like 30 not, not, i've seen 34 takes of one yeah scene. you easily 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 because the different angles the different characters the more people the longer it takes but this it was like Bam, 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 as if it was live, as if it was live, which was really cool and an amazing challenge. Um, yeah, it was exhilarating. Were you still like staying at your house while shooting? Did they have yeah. at a hotel? So they had us at our house and we just have made a commitment really to the crew and to production that everyone, cast, crew, were 
we're going to be safe for, you know, for everyone's sake. And we would get tested on set as well. Everybody was masked and shielded and all of that. And, uh-huh. you know, everyone was kind of just, there were zones. So the only people who were around actors, because we weren't masked while well on camera, obviously, were just the director, um, our director of photography, and like maybe two other people. And everyone else was like in separate zones. So our contact was limited. There was no hair and makeup either. So nobody had to like, you know, physically be touching us up. It was just us in our raw states of quarantine. And like, if I needed powder, I would bring my own powder and like powder my shiny forehead. But it was really raw, really raw. Yeah. So, so raw that you want to do it again? Oh yeah, a million times over. Like me and KJ, we were just, it was one of the experience of a lifetime as actors, as people. It really was tremendous. I remember watching Demi Moore on set and Bradley Woodford and I was like, what are we, what am I doing? It was incredible. It was remarkable. I would do it over and, and watching Michael Bay, like hold a camera and shoot an action scene is just like. It's crazy. Beyond, Yeah. So, I mean, have you seen an edit of the movie yet? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Were you nervous? So nervous. I mean, sad. It's me and then Demi Moore. Brad, do you know what I mean? It was like, I was like, oh my gosh, Sophia. <laughs> I was so nervous. But, uh, oh my gosh, I don't want to give too much away. But it's a, it's a beautiful film. I think it's going to touch a lot of people. Um, because it's so relevant to what we're living right now. Dude, yeah, I, I want to see this movie. Where is it going? Do you know? You will know very soon. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm being such a tease right now. Um, songbird. And, and by the songbird. way, you, you play an artist. I do. I play an artist, which was really beautiful, especially to play an artist in the middle of quarantine. Um, she's a painter and um, her story, Sarah, it's a really beautiful story. You guys will meet her um, soon. But I loved her because even though she was quarantined and stuck at home, she was never not once in any single moment a damsel in distress. You know, she was a warrior in her own right. And that to me is everything. And even though you know, our director was, had such a beautiful quote about the film before we started shooting. It's Romeo and Juliet set during the global pandemic is the heart of our story. And that's my character and KJ's story. And that's the heart of the movie. It's the love between these two people. Um, and I can't wait for people to, for the world to meet them. Are, are there extras on set? Nothing like that? Or is it like literally just... Um, Yes, in the big, there there were scenes that required extras, definitely, um, but most of the scenes were limited to two, three people at a time maximum. Wow, I yeah. There's like pressure, but also at the same time, you guys have laid the groundwork for a ton yeah. of other sets. They're following it right now, as we absolutely. speak. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, it's wow. thrilling. Um, I mean, we have a record out too. We um, do. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Yes. Guess I'm yes. a liar is the song. Where does it start? <laughs> How does it? I mean, are you the one realizing that you're a liar? <laughs> I love you. So let me tell the, let me like lay out the story for you. Please. So the last song that I released was Miss You More Than You Know, right? Where it's about, you know, falling into a heartbreak so deeply that no matter how much you want to hide it or how much you wish that it wasn't true, you can't help 
but miss them more than you know. And then in that moment when you really believe that you can't live without them, you realize that you're alive. So guess I'm a liar. Interesting. So it's when you realize that you can overcome. Yeah. It's like, I'm alive and I'm going to choose to love myself better than you ever did. Like, because I'm okay. I'm actually more than okay. So guess I'm a liar. So it's this story. It's this anthem of like heartbreak survival and the triumph of self-love. And my favorite lyric is in the pre-chorus when it says, promised I would love you till the day I die, but I'm still alive. So guess I'm lying. You are releasing records that even though they're spaced out by a little bit, they are connected in terms of the story you're, you're, you're telling. So when does this, where does it start? And obviously it hasn't ended yet. Does it start with Missy Moore? Honestly, I would say, I mean, I love you led perfectly into Miss You More Than You Know, and that was intentional because that was kind of the era of rehab. So yeah, that most definitely was kind of like telling the story of heartbreak. And then Guess I'm a Liar is, you know, my solo record. But to me, everything is about telling a story. And it kind of happened quite beautifully that the last record that I released was about heartbreak. And now that this song that I'm coming into is, you know, the the Sophia Carson era of solo music, is about survival so it it's like a a beautiful story and it's very much um something that i'm really passionate about too you guys know i'm all about you know empowerment and and that stuff so it worked out is this life imitating art here or is this just (laughs) i think it's both isn't it always kind of a little bit of both yeah yeah, yes totally but like what comes first i always find that in the music that i release subconsciously it is about something that I've lived but in the moment when I'm recording it or when I'm writing it I don't know if because I block out those experiences I don't realize what it's about and then when I listen to the record back I'm like oh my god (laughs) I'm telling my story if that makes any sense yeah you don't know in the moment but yeah yeah that's happened to me a couple times with songs that I've written and then I listen to them back and I know exactly who they're about. But in the moment, I wasn't writing about them, but my subconscious in some way was. So, okay, obviously we have three records, but is that mean an album? Do you feel obligated to do an album? Do you feel obligated to put these together in one body of work? Well, the, the, the records before this were collaborations. So this song, Guess I'm a Liar, marks the beginning of oh. my solo stuff. So this is the beginning of a new era. Beautiful. So do you know what the other chapters sound like already? I do. What song came first in the creation? Was it this one or? It, uh, actually, it was the next one. Actually. Then why followed was, by this one. Well, then why was this one the right one to share first? It felt like the right story, the right sonics, and the right visual to kind of kick off what I wanted to share with the world as who Sophia Carson is as an artist right now. And who are you? (laughs) That's a great question. You know, I really believe, and that's why I'm so excited about this record being out in the world. Visually, sonically, aesthetically, it really is who I've always wanted to, actually who I've always been as a musician. And I I kind of feel like it's so cool to see it kind of come to life in my solo music. 
it's bold and it's meaningful and it tells a story that moves you but also might make you want to cry and then aesthetically it's you know oh you guys haven't seen the video yet but when you will soon it's oh it's so exciting it's bold and it's strong and it's striking but also meaningful and will kind of pull at your heartstrings at the same time but um yeah, I can't wait for you guys to see it very soon. But it really just feels very honest to who I am as a person, um, as an artist. My taste in fashion and music and art has kind of all kind of come together to this this world of Guess I'm a Liar that we've created. Is the aesthetic you and like that like that glossy jacket with those big old boots? Yeah, power. 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 <laughs> you like black. Yeah. You, I, can you, you tell? Like, I mean, you. I'm pretty sure every time you've seen show. me, I've been in black. Yeah, you wear black on the show every time. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. this art and this aesthetic is it's dark, right? It's all black. And yeah, it's black and white. This 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 piece that you guys have seen so far, yes. Wow. Okay, so you have a timeline in your head for when you're going to release this? Are you attached to this timeline? To the music video. I mean, so obviously the music video is coming, but like what then comes next? So you release the first single for an era and then it should be followed by a body of work or... Mm -hmm. We do have a timeline. Yes, we do. So what are you looking (laughs) at? I I don't think I'm at liberty to share that information. (laughs) It's sooner rather than later? It is sooner rather than later. Yes, it is sooner rather than later. Like before November soon, or oh, <laughs> oh, we'll um, text. We'll text. <laughs> um, wow, that's really exciting. Do you have a name for it? Obviously, because if it's coming before November, it needs to have a name. I don't know what's coming before November. A lot of things are coming before November. Halloween. Halloween is coming before November. Oh my God, Halloween is coming like tomorrow. Yeah. What do you? Are you going to do anything? I have anything? no idea. I. I literally hadn't even thought about it i had a big shoot this like shoot the last few days and this morning i kind of woke up and i was like oh my gosh halloween is like in a week yeah a week from saturday what are you gonna be oh i i'm probably not going anywhere well yeah from halloween from home what am i gonna take instagram photos of myself i don't know i want to celebrate halloween even if it's in my own home i want to get dressed up you want to do something right i don't yeah yeah you should that sucks this I whole know. thing sucks. I can't wait to vote. Uh, I can't wait. Can we talk about that for a second? Uh, <laughs> How important that is coming. for us all to go and vote. Have you voted yet? Or are you going to do in person or mail-in? I have my ballot right here. Or drop off. I, I know I have it, it literally. It's the first thing I see when I wake up in the morning. I, I cannot wait to do it. I'm going to educate I, myself and get it done. Correct. With all the props, yeah. That's what I'm doing actually tonight after I wrap. I cannot wait to vote. I've never been more excited, but I'm sure we all feel the same the election of a lifetime if you're looking for your polling location there's going to be a link in the description below so you can find your polling location if you need to vote in person also there'll be a link down there so you can find where you can drop off your mail-in ballot if that's in your possession important like uh i'm just ready for change no matter the direction i guess I, i i'm seeing good signs from the polling locations and historic numbers and people going out in droves yeah and yeah, I just saw a post from IamAVoter.com that said that so far 28 million people have voted and this time in 2016, I think it was about 6 million. So that's incredible. Incredible. 
How amazing. Yeah. How amazing. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Changes are coming, my friends, and it feels really good. Absolutely. And hopefully new music is coming to you, a whole body yes. of work. But Guess I'm a Liar is the first single. Yes, it is. But this is like a good kind of lie, right? It is. It's an empowering. I mean, it, the catchphrase is Guess I'm a Liar, but it's not a song about a lie. It's a song about survival. Beautiful. Did you hear that, Daniel? Yeah, I was going to ask about lying because sometimes I lie. Sometimes lying is easier than telling the truth. You're right. A lot of times it is. Yeah, but oh, just because it's easier doesn't make it right. No. I always say I don't lie. I just don't always tell the truth. And I think there's a slight difference. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Saying nothing at all is the right approach rather than lying. But then there's that omission too. It's like saying nothing. Yeah, I get. Yeah, okay. So what? You're gonna make them believe one thing over the other? I rather say nothing and have them connect the dots. They'd be like, "Oh, he doesn't want to lie to me." I don't know. What's the last lie you told, Dan? Always tell him little lies. Okay, so what's the last one? <laughs> I love he just admits it. He's just like, "Yep." Well, I feel like anybody who says they don't lie is telling true. a lie. That's true. That's true. That's true. Like we've all we've all done it. We've all lied. Yeah, we've all lied at yeah. one point, but to say that we consistently do it or make a habit of it or a practice of it or a lifestyle of it is a totally other thing. All right, here's an example. My friend texted me this morning and said, Hey, can you come over later night to watch the this football game? And I said, Yeah, I'll let you know when I'm done everything. I'm not gonna be done everything until the game's over. I know that. But for some reason I just felt like saying yes instead That's of just true. no. That's true. That's actually I feel like I do that sometimes too. Is that a lie or is that just like a deeper issue that you have? Which is like, you don't want to say no to someone. You just want to say yes. And or is it being hopeful? Like, in, like were, yeah. were you certain that you weren't going to be finished? Or you were like, maybe there's a slim chance that I might be finished? You know, maybe that maybe there was the slim chance. In the back of my right. head, I was like, you know what? There's a 1% chance I can make this. So I'll just say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but eventually you got to tell your friend that you're not going to make it so they're not just waiting for you. I mean, obviously the football game will not hold itself for Dan Zolot, but your friend may be like, oh, I'm not going to eat until he gets here. That's also possible, but you know what? That's okay. <laughs> now, Sophia, this kind of leads into the question I wanted to ask. How do I become like a classy, elegant person like yourself? You're always so well-spoken, <laughs> so well put together, and then, and then we're not. No, 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 you're not. Oh, okay, you are. I forgot. Don't don't loop me in with you. Yeah, you're always you're always so put together, Zach. Yes, I see you're in a frumpy sweatshirt. Um, that is the greatest question I've ever received. Um, thank you. How, how how do I become a classy, elegant person like yourself? Yeah, I've had this. I've actually had this question written down since the last time we interviewed. Have you? <laughs> yeah. um thank you dan um i don't know that's i don't even know what to say i feel like i this the kind of thing is like i got it from my mama i got it from my mom my mom is like the classiest most elegant kind incredible like superwoman in the world and um you know i i feel like in some way I'd like to believe that I have a little bit of her inside of me, but I don't know. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I don't always look like this. I'm usually in frumpy sweaters like you guys, I swear. 
Actually, like from the waist down, I'm wearing sweatpants. So like, I'm not. Well, you just choose to do at least 50% when you're going to be seen in public. At least uh, 50% when I'm from home. Yeah, for sure. Maybe next time we interview you, you can show up in like a sweatshirt and your hair won't be done. Or do you we not? We can do that. I can, yeah, I have a sweatshirt. I have like a, literally. She has one. She has a single I sweatshirt. Wear is sweatshirts. All oh. I wear is sweatshirts. <laughs> sweatpants. <laughs> Dan wears a grout outfit every day. Is the what? It wears a what? He, well, I used to wear all black, but I switched to the grow fit, which is a gray outfit, gray sweatpants with a matching gray sweatshirt. I've been doing that recently too, because the all black was like for a second. I was like, I need a little bit of color, so I went for gray. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I started going for gray. <laughs> a little gray, a little white. But the only problem with the gray sweatsuit is if you get a stain on there, it shows. Black hides it's, all stains. It's true. I realized that. I have to. I have to. Yeah, I have to deal with that more often yeah. than with black. Yeah. You got to rework your whole life now. <laughs> My whole life. My You've whole been life. hiding stains for years on your black outfit. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well I, we did have to ask about Sophia Carson Live. What is this? Oh, yes, we do. Sophia Carson Live is super exciting. It's um, a concert for um, all my fans. It's a free virtual experience that I'm doing October 29th, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. And it is essentially a Sophia Carson concert virtually. And I'll be singing some of my favorite songs that I've released and some fan favorites. And then of course, my new single, Guess I'm a Liar, but really, really, truly poured my heart and soul into making this um, as special as I possibly could and as true to me and as amazing as I could for the fans who have been on this journey with me from the very beginning. And I really can't wait. I can't wait to sing for them. I'm really excited. So that's happening October 29th, which is kind of, we can kick off Halloween weekend by going to the Sophia Carson live. Whoa. So do you, yeah. I mean, do you like putting on a show this way compared to the traditional way of doing Honestly, it? Honestly, we did it as if it was a live show, uh, so, except for the part that there was no audience, which is always a, you know, the best part of the experience. But it was really, you know, it's really amazing to be able to perform and to be on a big set on a big stage and to, gosh, I, I feel like artists, we haven't done that in so long. Some of us are lucky enough to be able to be doing that again, but it feels like I've been in rehearsals for it and it feels so good to just have a microphone and to dance and to perform live. There's really nothing like it. Of course, we're missing the, the magic aspect of it, which is when the fans are there singing back with you, but it's going to be remarkable to be able to be there, I guess, together virtually. It's, yeah, they'll, they'll be you know, there singing on their couch at home. They will. They will. They will. Dan will be so there. Dan will oh. be there admiring your classiness and your elegance. And I don't wear sweat. I'm not going to wear sweatpants for that one. Sorry. Why not? You know? No, no, sweat, no, no sweatpants for the live. Right after. Before and after I'm in sweatpants, but not during. <laughs> So this is like full production, full outfits, full everything. Full production, full production, full outfits. Yes. It's as if I was to put on a Sophia Carson concert. Boom. Sophia Carson Boom. live. If you want to go, Carson there's going to be a link in the description below. Also, we do have some meet and greet passes. So we're going to give them away. Yes. I can't wait to do some meet and greets with you guys. That'll be fun. Comment below if you want it. And also subscribe if you want to be, uh, you know, eligible to win these bad boys. How exciting. A meet and greet continues. Concerts continue. Movies come out. Movies yeah. come out. 
yes, there's a lot going on, but you're providing a lot of bright lights in a dark situation. So for that, I say thank you. No, thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And thank you for being one of the vehicles that allows my music and our music to, to be out there and to be shared with the world. And it's exciting that we kind of get to be in this together. An honor. Guess I'm a liar is the record. Please listen. Uh, there's a whole new era a coming. <laughs> I mean, are you going to only do old stuff? No, you're going you're gonna to be performing music up until Guess I'm a Liar. Uh, at, correct. At Sophia Carson Live, but none of the other new stuff. No. The newest is Guess I'm a Liar. I'm trying to connect. That's our baby. And build a timeline here, and it's not working out. <laughs> Guess I'm a Liar is the record. Uh, we're going to put a link in the description below so you can listen to it. Final thought, Daniel, what do you got? I'm just going to... Nothing. <laughs> you just gonna look at her? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that. I just, you, you, I'm good. You're like sitting there gazing at her. Are you okay? How can you see what I'm looking at? Are you real? <laughs> I'm looking at you in the Zoom, man. I can, I can see where your eyes go to see her, and then where your just eyes got go. Just got all pink. Yeah. Leave him alone. I don't know, dude. He's <laughs> just... Anyway, Sophia Carson, you are loved and appreciated. Thanks for giving us. Your Love you guys. Time. See you soon. Always a pleasure. Bye, Dan. Later. Bye, Zach. Love you guys. Bye. One day I'll be as elegant and classy as you, Dan. One day. <laughs> oh, I'll be waiting for that day. <laughs> oh, not hard. Bye, guys. Love you. Later. Bye. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.